The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Discussion, your home for comic book and pop culture talk every week right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and alongside with me, uh, he's back. Mike is yeah. back! Yeah! He's back! I'm back! Uh, uh, b- bitches? Yeah. You are! Yeah, and you know what? I'm Micah! I'm so I- I'm so glad you got over your... your your case of holiday viruses. Oh my lord, did I have holiday itis? <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! And you got it. You pass it before the next holiday. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, we got that New Year's thing coming. I got to deal with all the shrimp. Oh, yeah. now the oh, the proper way to eat shrimp is you keep it on the windowsill in the sunlight, get it room temperature. That's where it's getting good. Yeah, that's how I like it. <laughs> and instead of cocktail sauce, you dip it. You know, like when you make like a gelatin, yeah, like jelly. A je- jello, you get it to where it's just starting to turn into a solid, I but it's still a liquid. I can't eat jello anymore. Why? I don't know what Bill put in there. Ah. I don't want to fall asleep all day. You're thinking of the pudding. No, he was he was an advocate for those jigglers. He too. Did. You don't think Bill Cosby loves those jigglers? Oh man, oh man, those jigglers made me really Bicycles. sleepy. <laughs> I think Bill was drugging those jigglers like crazy. Why do you think Jello shots came around? That's who right. do you think made those? Bill Cosby. Oh, holy shit. It's all coming full circle. It That's is. A, Sammy Davis taught him that trick. Sammy Davis only had one eye. One eye to keep on uh, the drugs in those jello jiggler shots. And the other one was just roaming around. <laughs> Circling, if you just will. Just roaming around. He's I'm glad staring. to have you back, Mike. I thanks, missed you. Uh, dude, I missed this so much. Thank you for having me again. And, uh, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks for having me back. Thanks for not quitting. I appreciate it. I'm not for going to quit. You're going to have to drag me from here <laughs> kicking and screaming. Or just schedule more holidays and he won't be here. That's oh. right. <laughs> I'll just have more colitis. This is only going to happen like once a year. I don't believe that. I don't believe it for one second either. I've seen either. the toilet after you go to the bathroom and hey. after I've gone to the bathroom. And I'm sure what shit's my shit, what shit's your shit. <laughs> it's, it's a shit show is your what shit, it is. Your shit and my shit and it's just IP everywhere too because I have a problem. And it just becomes its own thing. I don't think you have a problem. You just have an extra layer. Yeah, okay, sure. It comes with, uh, you know, a, a little. Uh, yeah, this, you know. <laughs> hey, man. I'm just I glad dig- to have you back. We missed you. I'm we glad missed you. I, I missed you guys, too. I, the only thing I don't miss is when you shit all over Sean Connery right after he died. <laughs> well, he had it coming, man. Well, apparently, that, Sean is Connery. Is that what Sean said to the women? Sean got it. Yeah, of course. That was, <laughs> apparently, that was Sean's revenge on me. There's Montezuma's revenge, and then I had the Connery revenge. There, see? That's just as bad. Every time I farted, it was just like, oh, that was naughty. <laughs> I knew she was a Nazi, and I'm like, what is going on with my ass? I uh, I got I got like the mirror gimmick down there, and it's just this angry Scottish asshole. She talks in her sleep. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, glad to have you back. How was everybody's Christmas? It was nice. It uh, was ho ho ho. Oh, I get what you did there. Yeah, it was probably the most relaxing Christmas I've had in a very very long time. Yeah, I I was, I, I, yeah. I unfortunately can't share that sentiment because we drove out to Jamestown. It's like an hour and 20-minute drive in the normally. Snow. 
Like the drive out wasn't bad. Jamestown. Yeah, the drive. What the fuck is in Jamestown? My wife's family. Don't they, this is we're in the middle of a pandemic, and you're driving out to all willy nilly going to Jamestown, well, we seeing just, family members. We just, yeah. we just saw two two people that we've seen before. They already got the disease. I'm they calling it. Oh, they, yeah. got a, they got the antibodies. I'm they, they got the antibodies. I'm calling. <laughs> King Como right okay, so, now. So and wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. When you, my wife, okay, she's a nurse. She, every day she goes to work. You guys should be wearing goddamn hazmat suits. You should be wearing it. You should, what are you doing? <coughs> Matt, you you feeling okay, bud? No, I'm not. I'm shaking not. all over this shit. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to say that no, word. No, I, what, shit? No. Chicken? <laughs> Chick, it's a dance. No, I think that's, I, I think that's, that's not a word. Oh, for come us on, stop. <laughs> If it is, I'll apologize later and not mean it. (laughs) 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 This Oriental woman over here. (laughs) Okay, that one, I'm sorry. All right. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You lie like a rug, an Oriental rug. (laughs) By the way, that's. What did you say before we started this? (laughs) That's that's Will, everyone. Will's here. Oh, yeah, I didn't get an introduction. That's okay. This is Schmitty. Schmitty gets. uh, Schmitty got spoiled for Christmas. I got so many Legos, I got actually tired of building Legos. My Which parents, is crazy. You're my the parents, Lego man. I know. My parents gave me the Helicarrier, Avengers Tower, and then I get uh, more stuff for my wife and my kids. I got Rapunzel's Tower. Woo! I got, uh, yeah, no no gender. Rapunzel, she had a bush on her. I don't, I, I never have seen it. I it's mean, a, it's a, it's a, so, just, is that like a drapes matches the curtain? Oh, yeah, dude. She's <laughs> just dropping her bush out the window. <laughs> oh, my fuck. That makes me think of the, the movie <laughs> named Tangled in a Whole New Light. Yeah. <laughs> picking those through I, your teeth. I got, I got quite a bit of Lego. So, plus the, the Legos my children got, I had to build those under strict orders from my children. They're so bossy. What are you, you're just gonna lay down to, and, and and job out to them? Yeah, ah, you're bigger I, than them. N- no, they're more. Uh, you know, I live in a house with four women. Sean Connery would rule with an iron fist. Yeah, and then he'd have some podcaster shit on him two days <laughs> after he dies. <laughs> I I got a record player. I'm a record guy now. Cool. I'm a vinyl guy. Of course you I are. I can't you, wait to you, explain you. to everybody how much better Ronnie James Dio sounds on vinyl than on your cell phone, you fuck. You're Micah, very excited about that. Micah. I am. I'm all about it now, man. I, I'm loving it. When are you moving to Portland? Uh, yeah, that's very <laughs> hipsterish of me, isn't it? Very, very are hipsterish. You, the, you, uh, you a big fan of Trailblazers? You know, man, I... <laughs> hey. Dude, I'll go to Portland, and I will take all the hallucinogenics. Don't go to Seattle. They they don't have the supersonics anymore. Uh, they also shit in public. Like, you're allowed to take a dump on the sidewalk. I had some friends that went to Seattle for a training seminar uh, for my old job, and they came back, and they, I was just like, dude, how was Seattle? They're, like, terrible. I think those We're, are homeless people. We went to – but it's but cops can't do anything. You could drop – I could take a big dump outside of a fancy restaurant – uh, ask that, for some napkins and just leave it there, and the cops can't do anything. That's I'm not just making this up. This is real. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's 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 bonkers. It's it's another world over there. You just I will. You and I would be in I'm, heaven. I'm dumbfounded. We could. <laughs> 
We dude, would need more than napkins. If we no, dude, dude Will and I are gonna go back cat packing in Seattle. Matt, you could come if you want. Backpacking, back in Seattle. I'll kayak. I'll like, kayak. And we're like just gonna, yeah, you could kayak over this for you getting that podcast started the uh, without a paddle. Yeah, <laughs> uh, nice. Your your kayak life. I am. Uh, I, I can't, hashtag kayak you life all the, summer. You took all the the. the the wind out of his sails. He didn't tell us what. Ah, I like how you did that there. <laughs> no well, kayaks kayak. don't have sails, you stupid piece of shit. It's a schooner, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got a kayak. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the way, you, oh, know you got a kayak? Yeah. <laughs> does, does anybody else know that guy's Jack now? It's hmm. crazy. The guy who, who like Carrot Top? No, the the guy from Mallrats. Oh, Carrot Top's pretty jacked too. Well, yeah, he, everybody knows that. But the guy for the guy who was uh, the bully in uh, Boy Meets World, not the skinny one, but the big oh, one who was yeah. who's the son of Vader. He's jacked. Yeah. Oh, he is. He's like huge now, like just solid. Like he would tear your dick off if you told him that Vader was his father. Oh, <laughs> grab it, your dick and twist it. No, he's like he's like he looks great. I, uh, I, I I fell down that rabbit hole. Matt, over the uh, uh, with your kayak, I highly recommend going out to Erie, Pennsylvania. There's a place called Presque Isle. It's uh, it's it's almost an island. It stretches okay. out into the lake. It's 13 miles. It's gorgeous. It's something that doesn't belong in Erie. Uh, but there is an area where there's lagoons, and oh. it is, are those creatures? I uh, there is. I've seen, or are they just blue lagoons? I've seen because if uh, they're blue lagoons or red <laughs> lagoons or purple lagoons, we're okay. I've seen some very exciting waterfowl, exotic waterfowl. I've seen turtles, turtles, and a lot of dragonflies. That's cool. Dragonflies are my shit, man. I got a dragonfly right above my butt crack with some tribal shit around it. It's great. Oh, that's neat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, I'll see it. You whore you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to do a little exploring. There's a lot of cool places around here in Buffalo to, to, to explore. And kayaking, I don't know. I just like being outdoors. I was inside a lot this, this summer. I hated it. Everybody, was. everybody, yeah, everybody. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> like, I like how you said that. Like, yeah, me personally, I was, I was inside a lot this summer. Well, now like, they can't catch yeah, me. We all were. Now they can't catch me because you're going to be in a kayak. I'm going to be on the water. Yeah, yeah. I don't see the Unless, water police. No, there's could no water imagine, police. Could you imagine if there was like, like if if you if it was like Grand Theft Auto Three where the cops can run in the water? No, but like if the cops were like in a <laughs> kayak, would they have like one of those helmets with the siren on it? There like, are water police, down? man. Yeah, but like in a kayak, like not on the canal. Oh yeah, it's kind of no. There are the kayaks too because there's like you know like Pacific Blue when they're on the bikes and not cars. You got some cops on segways. Cops have kayaks too. They should have a They're helmet. They're like pull the, over. They should have the the helmet with the signal right on top. Oh no, they just shoot you. <laughs> they don't even turn that on. No, nah, that's terrible. They're like welcome to America. Blaka blaka blaka, and then sprinkle some crack on you. <laughs> call it a call it a day. All right. Uh, so what do we got for news today? <laughs> so so Matt, you you I I didn't I didn't watch the film, but I I read the reviews. Fucking Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. I didn't hate it. Oh, Matt, okay. I, so, I didn't hate it at all. It was, I mean, it, you got to look at it through DC's eyes. Like, DC's eyes. Like, no, like, no I know what you mean. Like, like I, I feel DC's like. DC's eyes? Is DC it like, felt like, from a DC perspective, it's like, oh, you know. Like, I went through a phase where I was real cynical. I'm like, this is shit. Yeah. That is shit. This is shit. And then, like, I saw that. Yeah, I remember Park. that phase. Yeah, it was terrible. I God, you I, were so annoying. Yeah, and I'll throw my <laughs> flip-flops at your house again. <laughs> So no, but I, I remember seeing that episode of South Park where they they were making fun of those people. I'm like, 
That's me. Yeah, because you have Asperger's. Yeah. Terrible. I no, I'm trying to be better. Yeah. I'm trying to look at things so, from a little bit more of an analytical standpoint, yeah. not just think everything's shit. Exactly. I'll leave. I'll be done watching the movie. I, I, you know, I was t- just telling you before. There's times where I'd leave a movie. I'm like, oh, that wasn't so bad. And then I go on social media, and my my judgment just gets instantly clouded. I was like, oh that's, wait, that's, that's why I don't shit. do that. I know media. you're smart. I, I have stupid podcasts to plug. I hate my life. That's why I just come <laughs> and I not do talk. the job. <laughs> I was Very off good. of I was off of Facebook for months, and now I'm back on, and I I'm realized that I'm angry again. I, and I think that has something to do with it. You think? I took no, it I, is. Yeah, big shocker I so, there. Yeah. I took a week and a half to unfollow everybody who pissed me off. Yeah, well, I that's why you don't comment half. on my shit anymore. That is. <laughs> Shut your whole mouth. Uh, <laughs> not at all. Make um, me. Uh, <laughs> but no, it was it was it was fun. Like I, I don't know. I, I it was first and foremost, it was refreshing to see a new superhero movie. Yeah, I'm just gonna come out right I mean, out the, and say the, it. Like it was. Is, how long has it been? This is the first blockbuster Spider-Man. movie to come out since Spider-Man. Tenant and Tenant, like oh, yeah, yeah. that came out. Tenant has mixed reactions. I think. Yeah, I think that was just farting and just go. <laughs> Yeah, but this is <laughs> <laughs> smelling your own farts. Fava bees in a nice Chianti with that. <laughs> yeah, but, the, but this was the first. This was the first new superhero movie since Spider Man: Far From Home. Jesus, wow, it's been that, that long? long? Really? No, I that can't be right. My goodness, you're right. You're right. Yeah, no, you are right. Last July, so we got th- we got three Marvel movies. Uh, we got Captain Marvel Endgame in 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 Far From Home. Yeah, and we didn't get anything. We didn't get anything else from. We DC. were supposed to have Black Widow in March. But yeah, yeah, you're right. So it's been that long. That's crazy. I mean, if you count X Men New Mutant or not X Men, but just New Mutants, but nobody saw that. Um, yeah, we were, we, were, we were discussing it. <laughs> I didn't even know it was out. I yeah. didn't either. I completely forgot about it. It came out on digital video disc and the Blu-ray thing. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's been a long time. So it was nice. I love Gal Gadot. She's beautiful. beautiful yeah, woman. I liked her until. That uh, she tried to sing Imagine. Imagine all the people. Like, that was bad. That was. That, that's you're not- a fucking celebrity. You're not uh, stuck like the rest <laughs> of us. You have I a yacht. Literally had this conversation with somebody today. Really? Yeah. yeah I, I swear to God, I did. Yeah. Wait, did she cover John Lennon? No, she her and a bunch, bunch of celebrities. celebrities. Right when COVID, once we all started getting locked down, she, her and a bunch of like, Will, like Will Ferrell, yeah, or it started singing. Imagine all the people they're trying to rally everybody's spirits together. But that's okay, we're all into this together. Yeah. But these motherfuckers got like inside, <laughs> inside movie theaters, inside swimming uh. pools, and then here I am in my two bedroom apartment. Like fuck you, <laughs> Gal Gadot and Will Ferrell and everybody else who contributed. But yeah. I think she's, you know, she's a, she's a, I think she's a very talented actress. I think she. Fits the role of Wonder Woman very, very well. Um, I'm, o- you know, some people are like, oh, she should be like a bodybuilder type. And I'm just like, I'm okay with with with, a, with an athletic type. And she does well. Uh, yeah, she she yeah. does well. There was a lot of cool nods, uh, a lot of cool things that I think a lot of people want to see. I'm not going to spoil it because, you know, some listeners may want to wait and see it. Yeah. But uh, we did get to see a little bit more of, I'll, I'll just say this, we did get to see a little bit more of Wonder Woman lore. Um Okay. If and I'll leave it at that. So it was I, nice. How were the effects? Because the first, the first yeah. one, I didn't like the effects at the end, especially with um, uh, the, uh, the villain uh, uh, Professor, Professor Lupin. <laughs> yeah, We're, I, I love that he kept his mustache. Yeah, <laughs> but like, uh, I remember watching it, watching the first Wonder Woman, and everything was cool. And then that end scene with Professor Lupin. Just, <laughs> yeah, Jen, I remember my wife looks at me. She's like. What? 
Am I supposed to be afraid of Professor Lupin? I, I, I Very, that, thank you. That and this was this was actually before the th- I think it's the third season of Fargo. And if you're a fan of the Fargo series, he that actor was amazing in that show. He's a very he, talented yeah, I, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah he but was yeah. really good. Yeah, the, the um, CJ in the first one was bad. The, yes. the CJ in this one, it wasn't super necessary. There was a couple moments where, like... Like, how was Cheetah? I heard she was terrible. I heard I, she I mean, looked terrible. It, I, I'll leave it up to you guys. Like, Kristen Wiig personally? Or no, just Kristen Wiig was... <laughs> okay. But when... I guess this is a spoiler. She actually does because... It, it reminded me though that how long it lasted reminded me of Venom in Spider Man Three. Ah. It was very very quick. Okay, ah. okay. It All was right. very very quick, and I'll okay. leave I'll leave because uh, I'm I'm kind of shoehorned in there a little bit. Uh, her character was there, but her actually being that yeah, specific yeah. character was so who was yeah, the just main... like Spider Man Three, like uh, Topher Grace was there for the whole movie, yeah, but he didn't become and evolve into a supervillain until the very end. Okay, right. And so is Pedro the main heel? He is, and I actually couldn't even tell you what the hell his character's name was. Something Stone. Um, oh. No, the Stone is where he gets his. That's right. Thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what the heck is his name? Uh, something. Hold on, I'm looking. I'm googling it. I. That's how. Like I heard, Pedro was almost that... overacting. He, he was. Oh, Maxwell Lord. Yes. I don't know. He was. He was very into it. It was a tricky role to like to kind of be in. I, I don't know. It's I have mixed feelings about it. it. The concept was actually really cool. I thought it, he acted pretty well. It, he was. I don't know. It, it's it's a tr- it's a tricky. I feel like that's a tricky role to kind now, of do. Now, do you guys understand that there is a uh, a, a backlash for this movie? Yeah, I, I know you don't want to get into spoilers, but there's a backlash in this movie because there is a. I don't know uh, anything about this. They're they're saying that there's a scene in the movie where a man. Has zero control over his body, but he's being coerced into sexual activity with uh, a female, who the female is knowing that this male has no control over his body. Mm, storytelling. I don't know what you just <laughs> said. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't. I'm trying to say it without spoilers. I. It didn't work. I'm so confused. I know. What so you're wait. Saying. It's just this, people just did I, this guy get raped? Uh, kind of, yeah. Was it Jerry Seinfeld when he went to the dentist? Because in the nineties, <laughs> in the nineties, rape you, was pretty you, funny. You anti-dentite, you! <laughs> I haven't been to the dentist in years. They put cameras in your mouth. It's it's. Uh, sorry, it's been a couple years for me too. They always <laughs> try to sell. <laughs> they always try to sell. Seeing the movie, you know yeah. what I mean. They always yeah. try to you know sell I mean? me on flossing. Yeah, like could you buy this hundred twenty dollar toothbrush? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, get, I, get, get quip. <laughs> I think I think we'll just stop that conversation there. No, uh, just I, to know that it's out there. Like that that's kind of messed up. If you watch the movie and you think about it in that regard, I feel like uh, it's so tricky because it's like it's like being a heel today in wrestling. Um, well, you just got to be cool. You got to slap your leg a lot. Uh, I guess. Like the this like story like you're not allowed to be a storyteller anymore because if you go too far it's it's gotta cancel it yeah uh, and uh, uh, we have our, our our things with cancel culture and stuff but it's like you you know you wouldn't feel that way about this character if things didn't go you know if things yeah, didn't happen yeah. the way it is it yeah. sucks it's I mean everybody everybody's gonna take like the the way our culture is now things get complained about all the time yeah uh, another movie that got released uh, was Disney Pixar Soul. 
I haven't watched oh, that yet, but I'm looking forward I, to it. Yeah, I'm saving that for this weekend with my nieces. I loved it. It was great. I, it was great. The only thing I will say is, you know, I have, you know, a, a seven, five, and three-year-old. They were not invested in the movie. It's definitely more geared toward preteen okay. or teenage kids. Because, um, I mean, it's got a lot of – there's some heavy, heavy themes in there. But even that movie, people were complaining. It's like, okay, so you're celebrating, you know, black culture, but half of the movie, this this main character, who is an African American gentleman, is being voiced by Tina Fey. And it's like that's just part of the plot. Like, it 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 is oh what it is. Oh my god! Yeah, it's like, I... and and it was it was a beautiful movie. It really is a great film. It reminded me of Up, Inside Out. Um, it it's 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 a beautiful movie. Um, highly recommended. Very, very well done. Yeah, we, we definitely have plans to do it. We didn't want to overdo ourselves with movies because we watched uh, White Christmas is a big like Christmas tradition for us, and uh, and this and that. But uh, but yeah, that's definitely on the game uh, the game plan. It looks really, it looked great. It's Disney has a good way. It's it's the fact that like your daughters weren't into it. It's a little that might be a little concerning, but. It, it, well, I mean, it's I more story driven. Uh, it was it was story driven, and it, there there weren't those bright characters that grab kids' attention. Like it was more subtle, right? It was more realistic. You didn't have these characters. I mean, a three year old, you really got to be like, hoot the day, hoot the day. like they liked Inside Out because yeah. you had Bing Bong, like, right? It, right. As, as much as Inside Out, if you look at it, it's a very complex movie. But you have characters like Bing Bong, and you have characters like Joy and Sadness, and like they're very what they're not they're kind of one they are one dimensional. You have a character named Anger. He's just angry all the time. All the time. So I mean, with this, it was more three dimensional characters. It was more real world, um, uh, character driven. Even like Up. Okay, yeah, the first five minutes are a tearjerker, but after that, Jesus. you got you got a bird running around. You got talking dogs. You got, I mean, there's things that kids are like, hey, that's a that's a dog that talks. I can relate to that. Like, there's not really that in the the soul movie, right? Really? It's more just real people uh, interacting with one another. So, okay, but, yeah, that's it, it. Is a tough thing for for kids to grasp. I can, I can do- totally understand that. Can I go back and rewatch Ghost and get the same effect? No. Okay. Not at all. Do they have a hot clay scene in it? No, there's no clay scene. There's mm. there is one part where. You know, they play the piano and stuff. Piani. <laughs> um, I said piani, not piano. Yeah, I heard you. <laughs> uh, let's see. There, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, uh, the trailer came out for Superman and Lois, and it looks, <laughs> it looks terrible. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that yeah. bit of news to Oh, the... come on. You couldn't have bought me a few minutes and, a... and so I could find some more news. I... Positive oh, yeah. I, I, I just I... found the article for In it. In the meantime, yeah. also, I, I highly... Now, I know it's after Christmas, but if you guys are still in the Christmas spirit and you have Tubi, they just recently, and I mean like the day after Christmas, they put on Silent Night, Deadly Night 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. And I Is watched that them many all. Many of them, dude. Uh, How quiet is the fifth night? One, it's, it's a it's a toy maker. 
So the first one, you know, is, is a killer Santa. No, Punish. I don't, I don't know any of it, but, I mean, that went over your head. Silent Night 1, 2, I know. I know. How quiet. That fifth one's got to be real quiet. <laughs> it was like that episode of Buffy when uh, there was no sound. I never saw I never got into that oh, show. Shit. Uh, oh, dude, it was it was nuts. The fourth one has Clint Howard in it for some reason, and there's, like, bugs and a women cult, and the fifth one is, like, a toy maker uh, that's designing toys to kill people. The third one is the killer from the first movie wakes up from a coma that he was in, and his brain is exposed, and there's, like, a shell over his head with like brain cannibal? fluid. It's encased. Oh, okay. It's like it's clear, it's see through, and it's actually instead of the original character, Bill Mosley is playing the Santa Killer, hmm. and it's really weird. And it's like a psychic connection from this blind lady who sleeps and communicates with him. So it kind of has a Nightmare on Elm Street feel to it too. Okay. But yeah, if you guys are still in the Christmas spirit, and if you're Russian Orthodox, which Christmas is January seventh, which I'm technically Russian Orthodox, you have time to watch all these movies. And get into the Russian Orthodox Christmas spirit. Yeah. Nobody gave a shit about the last <laughs> two minutes I was talking about, man. You know what? I'll talk about this on my fucking podcast that's about horror movies. <laughs> I, I, I tried. I was trying to get... I was buying time for you, Matt. I know. There's really not a whole lot of news this week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, so... You did a good uh, job. I'm part of you. Toy news. <laughs> uh, toy, like, I'll get into the toy aspect. Yeah, go I mean, it. it's Christmas season. Everybody gets some toys. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, everybody knows I'm a big fan of Lego. Uh, this coming, the first, they're releasing some new Lego sets. He said coming. Yeah. yeah like Alan. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> uh, on the first, they're releasing some new Lego sets. There are, the the big one that I think is going to be a hot seller is there's a new Mandalorian Lego set that is from the first episode of season two. It comes with the Mandalorian, the child, a Tusken Raider in their little camp. Uh, but the big thing is the first time you're going to be able to get a little figurine of the Mandalorian in his Beskar armor, which looks pretty cool. Nice. Uh, it's a $30 set. I have a feeling it's going to be a hot commodity. Uh, there are also some uh, Harry Potter Lego sets that are being released. They're doing a nice, cool little thing where they're releasing a little book for all four houses. And when you open it up, there's a scene that you can display um, those are going to be thirty dollars a piece, but the clink the the clincher is uh, apparently on the first of January. There is going to be a promotion where if you spend a hundred dollars in Harry Potter Legos, you get a buildable book of monsters. That oh, little cool. that little book that was like yeah. chomping at the bit from Azkaban. Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty cool. So that's a nice little free gift. So that's nice. one like that's one Lego set. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there you go. There you go. Uh, and uh, the other thing. They finally released a little leaked footage of the catalog that was released to Denmark, Lego being, you know, you know, from from the Danish. Um, <laughs> and they finally released um, some pictures of the Eternals Lego sets. So uh, there's going to be four sets that are going to be released. They haven't released the actual date they're, that they're coming out. Uh, and they're not the greatest pictures because it's from a catalog, so they're just screenshots. But there's four sets. Um, the uh, we're getting the Eternals Astral. Oh, sorry, Eternals Aerial Assault. That's going to be a fourteen dollars set. Uh, looks like you get. Uh, it looks like Icarus is going to be like the carryover figure. He's going to be in most of the sets. It looks okay. like he's going to be the main character. But it comes with Icarus, and it looks like it's Scout 
the the younger uh, character. Yeah, uh, we're getting a, a one called the Deviant Ambush, and that's going to be a thirty dollars set. Uh, that one looks pretty cool. You get three. It looks like three figures. I can't make out who it is. Um, and then there's a the the coolest one I find is one that's called an Erishim Shadow, which looks like a giant celestial build a figure. That's gonna unfortunately be eighty dollars. I would wait on these sets. Don't buy them right away. They're usually discounted. And I, like I say with Lego, always try to stick to the ten cents per piece. Like that last set, it looks cool, but it's less than five hundred pieces, and it's eighty dollars. That that's uh, that's that's mm. a, that's a stiff one. Yeah. Uh, and then the final one is uh, the Rise of the Domo, which is close to eleven hundred pieces, and that one's one hundred and twenty dollars. Um, that one looks kind of strange. It looks like a triangle with all these designs on it, and then some deviants that buildable deviants that come with it uh they look cool but uh, these are sets like i remember when guardians of the galaxy came out i knew nothing about it but the sets just look super cool and i bought them day one these ones i i really feel i'm gonna wait on i i want to see the movie see how it is because I, I i know little about these characters i've tried to do some research i bought um the essential eternals comic uh, i i started reading it i couldn't get into it i also got distracted because my wife bought me uh the long halloween batman long oh I, oh that's so good I, I had never read that before so i finally read that how'd you uh, like it i liked it a lot i i could see like okay yeah christopher nolan definitely fucking read this thing oh no <laughs> doubt man yeah so but that was that was a cool book uh i enjoyed that so i've been distracted with uh yeah like eternals and stuff i, I don't know what to make of it it i uh, can't get into it I mean, I mean, I'm gonna it, watch it and enjoy the movie. Get, yeah. I'm gonna watch it. Oh, I'll watch the movie. The movie. But yeah. this is the same reason why I didn't read Thor comic books yeah. when I was younger. It's just the language. It's just the, the storytelling is just weird. Yeah, but I mean, it, it is a new property. I don't have a whole lot in. I definitely feel like this is going to be a, a, a really swing for the fences movie for Marvel. And judging by you know my past experiences with their movies i'm willing to give it a shot it's not something that i'm like chomping at the bit for but i'll definitely watch it yeah you know um the other i was i was super excited because you know uh, i'm a big ninja turtle fan especially the old cartoon and there's a fantastic figurine line which is a fucking bitch to get a hold of i've talked about it on the past um the NECA cartoon teen teenage mutant ninja turtle line yeah so, did you guys... I'm I'm sorry. Like, this happens. You guys bought yourself a Christmas present, didn't you? I bought myself a book like a dork, but yes. <laughs> Nerd! I, Micah, yourself? I bought myself pajamas. Pajamas. See, I bought myself a nice little two-pack of Baxter Stockman and Master Splinter. I knew you were going to say Baxter Stockman. I fucking knew it. That's your favorite. Baxter is awesome. I know you love him. And I, I'm Stockman's like, he's going to say Baxter I Stockman. I bought that, and then I double-dipped. I bought myself a Mutagen Man from uh, the Super 7 line, which is also fantastic. That figure is fantastic. That's so good. Uh, but that they're, they're too expensive. But regardless... <laughs> uh, NECA released a... It was kind of cool. They released, like... It looked like a picture of the old Ninja Turtle figurine card backs, where it's like... Really? Heroes in a half shell, and then it, like... These are the bad guys, and it was pretty cool, and uh, it was weird, because normally they release, like, one, two-pack at a time. Uh, That's how these figures are normally sold, through Target. 
um, which are impossible to find, especially in New York, because the company's based in California. So we're the last people to get them, and I feel like they shortchanged the New York area. Mm. But um, the figures they released and they showed in this picture, uh, we knew we were getting Mondo Gecko and Muckman, which look fantastic. So they reaffirmed that two-pack. Uh, we knew we were getting the Rat King and Vernon Fenwick. God, if you guys remember Vernon, which one was that? Vernon was April's April's uh, sidekick. He was like the guy who would hold the camera. He had the oh pink shirt. the the yeah yeah the teen yeah no oh. he was he was he was an old he was like a middle aged man. Was he the one that was like basically Squidward? Vernon? No, yeah. he was like this this like nerd. He was like this conniving. Yeah, like, always trying to like one up. April like he April's had suspenders. Got yeah, 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 yeah. So you, you're getting that two pack, which is awesome. I love that they're making Vernon, which hopefully we get an Irma. Um, but uh, my cyberpunk character is based on Vernon, Vernon, but with a huge dick. Well, Vernon was packing. Come yeah. on, <laughs> come on. Um, but uh, we we also got a shot of Chrome Dome. Which is going to be a deluxe figure? That's what they they also not only do they do two packs. Which one was Chrome Dome? Chrome Dome. Is he the robot? Yeah, he's like a robot shredder. Okay, so he's going to be a deluxe figure. He's looked like he's going to be the largest figure in the line. Really? Uh, the only two previous deluxes that they've done are Metalhead and the Android body for Krang. Which when they do these deluxe figures, they're awesome because they come in a box that looks like an old Ninja Turtle cartoon tape. Oh, to the point like like it's got a picture on the front, like the Krang one. It says like the android body of Krang, and then when you turn it to the side, it actually literally. You know how like the Ninja Turtles like the F H E, with like, do you guys remember that? It was like done like the like a crayon. Yeah, yeah, I know what so you're talking about. It's that logo, but it's NECA. Oh, okay. What? Yeah, and they even, that's sweet. Yeah, they that's do really it, cool. They, that's really cool. They do that. So Chrome Dome's coming out as a deluxe figure. Those are usually forty dollars a piece. The two packs are retail, usually sixty dollars a piece. Um, but you know, scalper prices, you're paying a lot. Uh, but the big, big thing is they're releasing all four Ninja Turtles in their tuxedo. Or not tuxedo trench coat. The trench coat. The trench coat disguises. Hell yeah! So that's kind of cool for those who have missed out on the turtles. It looks like the trench coats and the pants are cloth fabric, so you can remove them. Oh, and just cool. have a Normal turtle. Um, I, see, I don't know why. It, every time toy had clothing, I just yeah yeah. The, the splinter that I got, he comes in a uh, a cloth robe, which is fantastic. That way you can fully pose him. Then you could look up it. He's not wearing panties. <laughs> that rat's got no dick, though. Oh, poor Master Splinter. He's got no dick. That's why he wants to be hero- <laughs> He wants to go back. Uh, the other figure they released was Ace Duck, which is a huge fan favorite to the Turtle fans. Uh, I don't know who he's coming out with. Normally, they do a two-pack. It, but seriously, it forgive like- my ignorance. I keep asking, which one is Ace Duck again? Ace Duck, he was just a duck who was a fighter pilot. <laughs> He was. He, I don't even think. I think he was in like one episode. Really? If that. I'm pretty sure. Ace was he Duck, more like in the comics? No, he was just like it, a lot of the, these figures with turtles. Like we made a figure, we released it. You figure it out, show. And like, gotcha. You know, it was kind of like Masters of the Universe. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We're making a toy, and then you figure it out. Masters of the and Universe. I'm pretty sure. G.I. Joe I'm did pretty that. sure in TMNT lore. Ace Duck isn't a real character. He's a cartoon that the turtles watch. 
What? I'm pretty sure. Mm. Uh, but the big, big, awesome, went crazy when I saw it, is we're getting all, not one, not two, but all four of the punk frogs. We're getting Genghis. The punk frogs! We're getting Attila. We're getting Napoleon. We're getting Genghis. Nice. We're getting all four of the punk frogs. I can't wait to get those figurines. They're supposed to come out by the end of the year, 2021. Uh, fingers crossed. Uh, the great thing is I've heard for the, for fans who are love this line, avoid paying the scalper prices because apparently these figures are now not going to be stocked in store by the NECA reps. The Target stores are going to be supplying them, so they're going to be getting oh, a lot a more wrap. inventory. It's a wrap. That's your favorite, Matt. I hate Target employees. Well, because well, I used to work there. I got to tell you, NECA makes <laughs> NECA makes the best toys. They I do and love. don't. I've, 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 I love their sculpts, but they do a very bad job with quality control. The paint apps aren't that great. On they're they're very inconsistent. Really? You can get a one figure that looks great, one figure that looks like crap, and then the other thing is like I get these figures out of the package. I have to literally warm them up with a hair dryer because if you try to move their joints too quickly, they'll break off. They'll snap. Oh my god! What? What? That's one of those things though with like. These type of action figures, they're not meant to play with. They're not, but you would still like to be able to move them and pose them. Yeah, I, absolutely. I agree with you on that. Um, I collect the uh the boxes that almost look like like a shadow box. Yeah, so you open yep. up. Yep. I got. That's how uh, the deluxe figures come. It's like a shadow okay. box. I have all like the Friday the Thirteenth. I have. Uh, yeah, but you don't open yours. No, I don't. They're all sitting up on a ledge. So exactly. You don't. You like they. So look, I. I don't. They, they look, look cool. They look great, but when you take them out and you go to pose them, really, you really have to be careful. Because oh, I've had numerous NECA figures where you go to pose them and their arms snap off. Where other companies like Diamond Select Toys, yeah, I don't have that problem with their figures. Um, Super Seven, like the Mutagen Man, I got was the first Super Seven toy I got. Now those ones are different because they're not. Like the cartoon, they're like they took the figures that came out in the eighties and nineties, and they made new molds from the figures. Okay, because the figures weren't exactly screen accurate, and those figures they're amazing. They're but they're fifty dollars a pop, um, and you you have to pre order them. You can't even get those Fuck, in stores. Really? Yeah, you have to pre order them, and <clears throat> like I said, like once they sell out, they're sold out. Good luck. It's t- I. I am so impressed with your collection when I come over. And, and Matt, I know you've been over to Will's. No, he hasn't. No, I haven't. One of these days, man, oh you got to come God, over. Oh, my God, dude. I'm Let's go pissed. right now. Hit, <laughs> hip, hip pause. Let's go over, come back, and we'll talk about it. I've been meaning it. to have Matt over just so we can see the collection. Yeah. Uh, it's, I've it's seen pictures. So, it's beautiful. It's so impressive, and it's so professionally done, and it's so wonderful. And I feel like I should have paid to go into like Will's house. Now, you but, see, the reason the room is like that, because I've given up control of the rest of the house. Yeah. I live with four women. That room is the only room I can go in and go, this room is neat. Sean Connery's. Everything is where it should be. Sean Connery's entire house would have been the way he wanted the it. The rest. Yeah. Oh, well, God. the rest of my house <laughs> is just chaos for chaos's sake. Because uh, you you have to embrace the chaos. If you, I didn't, I would go insane. You need like the 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 red velvet rope and like <laughs> a bouncer. Well, I I I I you know I have this collection. I want to display it in a way that it should be appreciated. But I 
I, I I do. I appreciate what you do, but it's times like this that I'm so happy that the only thing I collect is just random deep like like deep hidden. Oh, don't get me shit. wrong. I look at it sometimes. I, and go. I walk into that room every day and I go. This shit's got not a hand. <laughs> <laughs> and like you're and talking we pay, about. We pay. We listen. We get the reward for. It. We get sweet Christmas presents like yeah. that. Well, oh my you god, got. yeah, the Han Solo g- gift, the action well, figure you got me, and, and uh, those 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 damn those big ass metal heavy brick figures. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that I weigh got, like ten pounds. The Star Wars have, Rogue One figures. full of full of lead. You I could, have too you much. Could, you could twist a tea can somebody right in the face. Did you see that video yet? Come on, man. Of course I've seen it. <laughs> you could do that with those figures. That's how <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so glad that kid got, got creamed. <laughs> oh, right God, yeah. Oh, for sure. But you could do that with those figures. Yeah, that, we reap the rewards when uh, excessive um, excessive. I mean, it's been... I'm, I'm 35. I've been collecting for 30 years. God bless you. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> and don't get me wrong. Sometimes I look at it, like I said, and I go, "Well, this shit's gotten out of hand. This is just too much." And he's but, had sex, three, yeah, three times, yeah, <laughs> three times. Least. That's it, just for procreation. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> yeah, just that's like it. Her, okay, just like her, <laughs> old, <laughs> just like her old co-host. <laughs> well, never mind. Uh. <laughs> How do you guys feel about now? I I know this is a comic book podcast, but we're getting kind of poppy here. Uh, There is a petition right now to push Pedro Pascal, and the internet seems to win all the time now. Uh, Like with Sonic, uh, a couple other things that uh, the reason why Ahsoka was played by Rosario Dawson was because of the internet. Yeah. I mean, very strong. They basically, we basically said, hey, here, here's this part for you. You're set for the rest of your life. Uh, Right now, it's being pushed to have Pedro Pascal play as Gomez in Tim Burton's live action Adam's Family movie. Oh, sign me up. Now, I love that so much because he was the Prince of Dorne. And if you watch Game of Thrones, you know how lusty and how intimate he is and how intense he is about fucking and that's how i want my gomez to be i don't like my uh oh uh, mon carami yes yeah i want <laughs> i want gomez to be horny all the time just like the way raul julia was oh. and you go into uh oh my god help wait, me out are who they is doing a live action yes. oh, wait, wait, it's a television show no right? it's a it's a it's gonna be a live action motion picture i know they were talking about a television show um but now they're saying motion picture and i know who was uh poe who is that? Uh, oh, Dameron. Oh. Who is that fella? He was also, he did a Oscar. wonderful job. As I, 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 yeah. he, well, he does the voice of Apocalypse. And, he, uh, no, he did the voice for Gomez so, in the, uh, the animated movie. And they are making a sequel to that. Yeah, they are. Uh, there was also, like, he's in talks to play as Gomez, too, but it's kind of like a, eh, that may not happen thing. But the main front runner is, and it's mainly because it's going to be a fucking Tim Burton movie, so you know how that's going to go, uh, Johnny Depp. Now, I don't want Johnny Depp to play the part as Gomez because I don't want any controversy surrounding an Adams Family movie. Yeah. I love Johnny Depp, but like I don't th- Johnny Depp's more of a reserved like I can't think of a role where I he's like epitome of sex, sex appeal. Sex like, uh, he's, he's more like reserved. Maybe like 10, 15 years ago. But Put him not- on stilts, make him lurch. <laughs> I choked. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd I'd like to see that. 
Yeah, I mean, like, you know, and it's going to be a Tim Burton movie, so of course you're going to have Danny DeVito in a big, obnoxious hat. I don't know, <laughs> doing doing something. Maybe he'll be uh, uh, put, cousin on. it. You know, there's a character called Fester, right? <laughs> there's a goddamn character called Fester. That is no, Danny no, DeVito I, 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 all like, over it. I want my Fester to bang whores. No! Nah, yeah, yeah over Danny here. DeVito loves whores. Yeah, just, I saw it, Sonny. Danny DeVito <laughs> boiling eggs, banging <laughs> whores. Boiling denim. Boiling denim. <laughs> I found Been poisoned this. by his constituents. <laughs> that was Charlie. Uh, Either way, he can was I offer you an egg in these trying times? Uh, yeah. So that, oh fuck, man, that actually would be fantastic. I, I'm, I'm. He's totally fully faster. Be, fully he behind that. Faster. But I'm saying right now, Pedro Pascal, uh, because of the the Mandalorian, and now he's in this Wonder Woman movie. Like, let's make this guy the fucking like the new next like big breakout star. I think I'm he's fine I think it. he's fantastic. He's he's really good. Actually, I didn't even recognize. I, I was, felt ashamed because I was like, man, watching One Woman eighty four this week. I'm like, man, that guy really looks familiar. Oh, you didn't I, recognize him off the helmet? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, he, I was like, I can't put my finger on yeah. it. You reckon? You reckon he doesn't have a mustache in it? So that's and that Amy's may, like, that may that's, have confused you. Amy's like, that's Mando, stupid. And that's it's, yeah. And I was a, like, oh my god, it is Mando. There's a yeah. movie, uh, it even came out before Game of Thrones. He plays a vampire who uh, well, works, they're always works in sales. He works in sales. Uh, it's uh, it's called Bloodsucking Bastards, and he plays like a real piece of shit in that. And it kind of reminds me, uh, from what I saw like tr- uh, preview-wise and stuff, it looks like it's the same character in right. this Wonder Woman movie. No, I'm 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 all for him getting, you know, getting that little push. Every. You know, it, it goes in cycles. There's there's actors who come in, unless you're The Rock or you're you're in five movies a year for for no reason playing the same character. There's a, there's all, all sorts of actors that just kind of go in cycles, right? They get a little streaky. I don't know. Chris Pratt was streaky for a little yeah. bit. I mean, uh, they've and, all been. And, and they all have been. Honestly, oh, they're really busy for like a couple years. Now, Time out. Rewind for a second. Uh, not Danny DeVito. I actually had a point no, with this too. No, I'm, well, uh, I'm wondering. Uh, if, cause, Nicholas, cause, I want Nicholas Cage to be Uncle Fester. No. Yes. It's gotta be DeVito. Nicholas Cage. Well, because real Perlman's got to play the grandmother. Oh man, they're not together. Now, I know they're not, but no. you think they can handle that? You sexual think the sexual tension? tension? <laughs> <laughs> How did that? Never they're just gonna bring it back Christina Ricci to play Wednesday. <laughs> uh. Yeah, just play Wednesday again. You're good. And everyone's <laughs> like, "Oh, let's have her play Morticia because of that no. one picture she took." No, Christina Ricci. As much as I love her, she's no. not. She's not Morticia. No. That's going to be a hard role to fill. Angel, uh, I filled Houston some hard like, roles in my yeah, day yeah, because I'm sure I'm, I'm watch a lot of weird. Never mind. Uh, uh, there, there you go. Hey, hey. What else you guys got? Anything? Huh? I, I think that's it. That's it. That's it on the docket. That's it. Yeah. All right. You got a book today, Matt? Nope. I do. Oh. <laughs> Not what? you, Michael. We know you didn't do your homework. No, nah, no, nah, I did. I didn't do homework. You at all. get an I for incomplete. I. I, is that a failing grade? No. If you, if you, you had gold, uh, if you had a gold star, I would take it away from you and put it on somebody who's not low, not a part of the show anymore. I'd give you an emerald star, a green one. I would, I would give it to Chris Gullo. Can, can I still be a good noodle? <laughs> Am I still a good noodle? You got to work towards it, man. Tell me, I'm a good noodle, <laughs> Matt. Your attendance failing. Your comic, you like comic books. Failing. You are a good noodle in my eyes. Okay, I'm a good noodle. You're a <laughs> stiff noodle. You haven't been boiled yet. <laughs> I'm al dente. al dente. Yeah. Very crispy. All right. So, uh, yeah, I read a book, and then midway through this recording that's been going on for a long time, I realized that I, I read, 
I I realize that I've already read this book on the show. Like recently? Yeah. If I ain't seen it, it's new to me. (laughs) How recent are we talking here? I feel like maybe I did it. I don't know. Recency. Uh, by I don't know. It, it, I feel like you I need read to it before. play more like mind challenging games. Then, if you're already forgetting this stuff, <laughs> I don't read this book. I think, <laughs> but I did read another book. I did read another book at the time, and luckily, there's not a whole lot of reading. I to read do. this book. It's called Wonder Woman '84. <laughs> uh, actually, because the first, the original book I had planned was a Resident Evil book, and it was really oh. quick. But they I they wrapped filming on that, by the way. Did they? Yeah. They wrapped the, the it. new show. They wrapped it. The new wow. show. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, so I, I feel like I read it before. I'm not 100 certain. So I decided to avert it, and I picked another one. And then I realized it's the same. It's just the comic book interpretation of one of the video games. But I'm going to read through it anyways because uh, it's actually visually really really cool. It's uh, Code Veronica. I don't know if you guys played that one. It's a uh, comic yeah. book. Description. It's a very. It's a long book. There's a lot of action sequences in it, but my thumbs don't work so good, so I don't play the no, games. They're too long, video. too stressful. Lack of lack of checkpoints, and you got to save everything and you go all the way back. Pissing me off. So I'd rather read about it. There you go. Really quickly. Um, so it's literally a a, a pretty much a friend. There's some porn. Um, there's porn. some porn. <laughs> <laughs> there's a porn ad on this. Ah, the porn ads. Uh, it's pretty much a frame by frame like retelling of of it's in four parts, and uh, it starts off with Claire Redfield. She's on, she's getting shipped to this uh this, this island called Rockford Island because she did some bad stuff. She broke into an umbrella facility. For those who don't know, Umbrella is the place that created all the zombies and monsters that um, destroyed Raccoon City. So she's she's running through it. She's shooting some umbrella guards. Where bam, the hell bam, bam. are those raccoons, by the way? They're not even there. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit. I would Wait. like to see at least once a zombified raccoon. That'd be freaking terrifying. Rabies. I want to see raccoons oh. in little like lab coats, <laughs> like making the the fucking like serums and shit, that and just be... being so cute, eating trash <laughs> while they're doing it. That would be. Cute. It's just I'd call them King Trash Mouth. <laughs> Those trash pandas. Yeah, trash pandas. Just, just just running around in their little their little lab coats. <laughs> They're so yeah. cute. <laughs> I don't know what raccoons say. Oh, raccoons are scary. They're no, scary. they're not. I had a raccoon party last time I went camping. Did you? The yeah. last time I went camping, well, we went camping once, and we had this raccoon, and we called him Pucamus because when we drank too much, we would vomit, and he would come and eat our vomit. <laughs> what a good boy. The and I remember fuck? the one time <laughs> I walked out of the cabin, delicious. and my good friend was sitting by the campfire. And he's sitting there, and he's the only person sitting by the campfire. And he's like, what you got to do is you need to invest in this. You got you, you to gotta get an investment man, man. You got to get someone who knows finances. Look at you, wilding around, feasting on people's trash. And I like, take a sidestep, and there's just a raccoon sitting next to him <laughs> by the fire, eating ba- eating. There was like a bag of marshmallows that someone spilled, and he's eating the ra- the, the marshmallows. I go, what are you doing? He goes, I'm trying to give this raccoon some financial advice <laughs> so he doesn't have to just feast on trash for the rest of his life. He's ignorant. What you need to do is you got to get you have you don't even have a 401k. Look at you. You're so old. Oh, <laughs> you're going to be working at Walmart, Mr. Raccoon. <laughs> Not that that's wrong. No. Or bad. But, I mean. We're Walmart listeners. Yeah, it is. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Walmart listeners. Or uh, Walmart greeters that listen. 
<laughs> so <laughs> there's a plenty. They're always so pleasant, though. That's yeah, because they're on. They got a sniper up there. All right, I'm cool with that. <laughs> you just get popped in with the back their, of your head with their one register open on Christmas Eve, um, <laughs> <laughs> or Black Friday, or any other important day of the week where people shop a lot. Uh, <laughs> so they had some. Co- they they referenced some cool scenes in here from the intro for anybody who played Code Veronica. They show uh, the scene where Claire puts her hands up because she's caught by a bunch of umbrella guards and she drops her gun. Then she drops down, and takes it, bam, 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 bam. Shoots a bunch of gas tanks and it blows up, but they eventually catch her. Um, but anyways, yeah, they, they show her. She wakes up. She wakes up. She's in, a, she's in a jail cell on Rockford Island, and this this man, this very scary man, was like, "Hey, he's got a shirt off for some reason. I don't know why." Is he, but, is he ripped? He's actually pretty ripped. Yeah, that's why. Uh, he he gives. He's he, he was attacked. He was attacked by something. He goes. He lets her free. And he goes. Hey, you can go. Um, Whatever, something, I need hemostatic medicine, blah, blah, blah. Uh, she goes free, and she walks up, and, and there's a crashed helicopter, and she's, oh, the, 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 the jail's right by the, uh, right by the cemetery. Oh, that's a perfect place to start of any zombie entertainment flick. And what do you know? She looks inside this briefcase, and a fire zombie, a zombie that is on fire, comes out of the helicopter, and she has no weapons. Trouble. She's Just trouble. run away. I mean, the zombie will burn up on its own. But the it's... way the graveyard is situated, you know, how they have those games where you can't run in places where normal people would run. You have to run all the way around them. Yeah. Like like normal, pi- like those classic tank controls where people, like if you were a normal person and zombies were coming to attack you, you just run, you know. Zigzag pattern, like zigzag an alligator. Pa- zigzag pattern. You run through the cemetery. Really the throw them off. Yeah. 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 You can't do it. You can't do that in video games. Bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Anyways. Uh, so the, the zombies are coming out of the, the the ground. She's like, "Oh God, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble." She 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 kicks a couple of them. Uh, I do gotta say the art on this is really really cool. I will put it over. Um, I'll actually send it to you guys right now. Please do. Um, the art is like really really cool. And obviously it's not the video game, um, but it's I lo- I I really enjoy the way the art is presented here. Um. She's fighting them off. She f- fighting them off. She runs away. She she runs to this other area, and uh, a spotlight shows up on her, and the zombies are chasing her. And some guy, who uh, if you play the game, his name is Steve Burnside. He's sniping him. He's Steve sniping him. Burns. <laughs> <laughs> he's side he's Burnside. Uh, well, yeah, she's he's trying to shoot her. She thinks he thinks she's a zombie. They have the standoff, this this Mexican standoff thing, and uh, they come down. They talk to each other. Blah blah blah. Everything's good. Uh, more zombies. She's kind of running through the island. It, it's it's cool for me who play. I played the game numerous times. Um, she's running through some of the buildings that you have to run through, and, and anybody who's played a Resident Evil game, you know it's a big it's a big puzzle game. Um, but they have every single like location on here. Like it's it, it's visibly done art wise. I think it's really really cool. Um, yeah, just there's a lot of shooting, a lot of violence. There's one. She, she like shot. Um, she shot like one. They're all like lined up, and she shot them all through the head with like one shot. It was pretty crazy, pretty crazy. Those nice little zombies that line up like that. They're, are they like the Tuscans? Do they go <laughs> single file to hide their numbers? It must be. It must be. Um, Man, this artwork sucks. You don't like it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why did you just call him out? That's the one thing he's been praising. This artwork's great. I like it. You Dude. piece of shit. This artwork's shit. It's so shit. It's not bad. There's a couple. It's not bad. Fuck your couch. 
I didn't want to read anymore. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Anyway, I know, I know. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're just mad because. Never mind. All right, I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> she goes into this house and whatever. She's exploring it. She sees some bug things and some pictures and some weird videos. And and she almost gets sniped by this dude named Alfred Ashford. And he runs Rockford Island. He's a big part of Umbrella. He's a big wig. He's in a red like military suit. And he's got the sweet sniper gun. And there's a back and forth. She goes into it. There's just whatever. She leaves. She finds uh. There's a. This is really cool. I always want. I want one of these. This guy has a submarine in his front yard. All right, it's like a giant <laughs> deep pool, and he has a submarine. All you got to do is, and you go in the submarine, you go down to the sub levels. It's insane. I love it. it. Takes you right to the airport. Whatever. She's doing some exploring, she's killing some more zombies. Um, there's a lot of violence in this one. There's really not a whole lot of dialogue. So, um, she's kind of traversing through. There's a, the scene where um, a scientist. He's trying to get out of this room and. Um, he he can't because it's locked and he gets killed by this Bandersnatch thing where its arm extends like Michael Jordan in Space Jam. Nice. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. He, he gets fucked up. Um, he gets messed up pretty I like they went that route, not like Dalsim from Street Fighter. Yeah, that's oh, he's, I think he's more jacked than Dalsim. Yeah. I think he's more jacked. I don't know. There, there's a couple ways you could have gone through it. Michael Jordan's pretty beefy. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> big narcissist. Big narcissist. Uh yeah, so Jill ends up fighting this banner snatch thing, and um, yeah, some cool, cool scenes. Lock, you know, if you play the game, you kind of know, but it's just her traversing through the island, trying to find a way out. Uh, a couple battles with Alfred Ashford, the the sniper guy, and yeah, it's a long, long read. But uh, the book, I'll kind of skim right through to the end here because there's just a lot of just a, it's it's more so a visual experience than it is a reading experience. Um, the f- one of the fight here and Steve Burnside they fight another Bandersnatch. There's a lot of these Bandersnatch things around, uh, but the final scene comes when uh, when Steve and Claire come across a zombie that looks. <gasps> Wait a second, it's Steve's dad. Oh my god! <laughs> and he has to shoot him. Papa, mama, papa, 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 <laughs> papa. And he shoots him in the head, and he's all depressed. And that's it. It kind of there's a couple other scenes, but that's kind of like the. Uh, that's that's the climax, huh? That's kind of the climax. There's a few more scenes where she actually brings the hemostatic, uh, but the the big scene is that him shooting uh, his dad in the head. But she brings uh, the the guard who let her free the hemostatic, and um, and that is that. That is pretty much that. It's a uh, there's a lot to it. It's like I said, it's more of a visual thing. Even though Micah doesn't appreciate good artwork, but here we are. Uh, I have a book, and Micah doesn't. She's got no. <laughs> she, they they. Gave her no ass. Well, that's, you know, there are women out there that are, uh, you know, <laughs> just fucking her. No, it's, uh, I was a little harsh on it. The more I'm skimming through here, there's actually a lot of action. You're a fucking liar. And they definitely. <laughs> Micah, watch out. Ma- Micah, there's something behind you. Stop backpedaling so fast. <laughs> they did a really good job at, like, getting the essence of the action, really. I feel like I'm watching an anime. A very. Well drawn anime, Matt. Good save. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say the artwork is just as good as uh, Roller Girl from Boogie Nights? <laughs> <laughs> Probably better. I don't think. I don't think that's possible. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> so she makes love with her skates on. I brought uh, the first issue of a new. I guess it's continuing because they did a Black Cat series. 
Um, but this one is tied into the King in Black thing that's going on right now with Marvel, um, which is all symbiote, symbiote uh, related. Uh, but there are little things that are in this book that call back to the previous series. Uh, I'm a big fan of Black Cat, the character, uh, Felicia Hardy. Ever since the original, uh, or not original, but the ni- the '90s Spider-Man cartoon, I was always enthralled with the character, and uh, that's what actually introduced me to Black Hat. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, so uh, from there, but uh, basically, th- this character's name is Null, K N U L L. He's uh, the the primordial and malicious god of the symbiotes. He has arrived to Earth with an army of symbiote dragons. And Null is the king in black. Dragons? Dragons made of symbiote. What? That's what's going on. This just came out? This came out last week. This is the first issue. But apparently the the king in black has been going on for a little while in the Marvel comic uh, uh, universe right now. Okay. Uh, so it says, you know, Felicia Hardy and her crew. Of what Bro- is this called again? This is, this is Black Cat number one, but this is the king in black. Um, okay. Tie-in, I, I, I should say. So it says, Felicia Hardy and her crew of Bruno and Dr. Corpse, have, which are two characters that were in the previous Black Cat series, which is, I think, like 13 or 14 issues, have no idea what any of that means. I don't either. Uh, Felicia's got a little experience with symbiotes from, you know, Bad Scrapes with Eddie Brock and Spider-Man that she'd most like to forget. She's got plenty of going on in her life as the greatest cat burglar in the world. Felicia Hardy is the black cat. So we start off and uh, we we see these paramilitary people coming in and they have their guns blazing. And uh, we got this this armored van sitting there and they're loading it up. And basically we're getting a reintroduction to the black cat. She's explaining that. You know, she's a great cat burglar. She does heist. She's got this, that, the other thing going on. She's got her crew. Um, she's letting you know that right now this 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 heist is taking place in a secret secret underground highway. And uh, she knows that these people that are stealing whatever they're stealing, they're there. That that is her target. Um, I did learn. I never knew this, but I did learn. That the term toe cutter is an Aussie term. And really? It, toe cutter is an Aussie term, and it's a criminal, an Australian criminal, who doesn't commit the crime, but they find out who is committing a crime, and then they burglarize the crime-committing person. Here so like, in America, so like, they call it a Dexter. Is that what they call it? I don't know. I, don't, well, I didn't know. <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, that's, isn't toe cutter like an old Russell Crowe movie? Or is that Romper Stomper? You're thinking of Romper Stomper. That's what I'm thinking I, of. Wait, Toe Cutter? Yeah, Toe Cutter. I don't know if that's a movie or not, dude. But So basically, these people have committed a crime, and the cat, Black Cat, she's going to undercut them and rob from them. Now, the cool thing is is her two cronies that she commits a lot oh, of these. Sorry, real quick. Toe Cutter is the leader in, of the motorcycle gang from Mad Max. Oh, that's how I, I knew that. Something. Yeah. I knew it was something. It, it, okay. It, so Russell there we Crow, go. I mean, also same yep. as yep. Mel Gibson. Yep. Yep. Yeah, all right. So uh, Bruno and Doctor Corpse are two cronies. They're helping her commit this toe cutter crime. But the coolest thing is, is they're they're in the Spider Dune buggy. Spider Man's <laughs> Dune buggy. <laughs> He's not using it, so she robbed the Spider Man Dune buggy. Spider Man had a Dune buggy. Oh yeah, the, the spider buggy. 
Did he build it from scratch? Of course. Ah, oh, that's awesome. He bought an old Volkswagen Beetle, and he converted it to the spider bike. Just cruising on the beaches? Yeah. No, it actually can go upside down, and it can, oh, like, that's cool. do the thing that Spider-Man do. Oh. So, yeah, she, <laughs> that's she, not a leisure yeah, vehicle. Yeah. No, it, it, it's got a purpose. <laughs> So as she's trying to rob these people, which she has done, she's she's strung down on a zip line from the spider buggy, and she's like Fast and Furious style, stealing the money from this armored vehicle of which these armored gentlemen have already committed a crime. And as this is happening, the underground highway is being caved in by all these symbiote dragons. They bust in through the top, and it's craziness. So she gets knocked out. She wakes up to Bruno and Dr. Corpse, and they wake her up. And this is where she kind of goes into an internal monologue. It's like, yeah, New York City was uh, evacuated, but it's always evacuated. And the Avengers (laughs) always – there was an alien invasion that came, but the Avengers always beat these people. Always. It's like a a fire drill. When these people come to take over, we know the Avengers are going to win. So it's like, yeah, it's a fire drill. Who cares? (laughs) But what if they didn't? You know, what if they didn't defeat who's coming to take over New York City? Mm-hmm. So uh, at this point, the heist that she was trying to rob, it's totally blasted. There's dollar bills flying in the air because these, these symbiote dragons have just destroyed everything. So she walks out, and that's where she, she sees Captain America, Storm, and Magneto, and it looks like, yeah, Cyclops. They're fighting off these symbiote dragons. And she's like, what's going on? So she comes in, and she's talking about how bullshit America is that— People praise America for being America, and she's looking at Cap the whole time. She's like, you know, America's based on lies and killing of the indigenous people and this, that, the other thing. But you know what? I could possibly believe in America just by looking at that sweet ass. It's America's ass. Oh, yeah. She's just she's just gazing over Cap. So she's she's like totally like, Cap, I don't know if you remember me, but it's like, yeah, yeah, I know you. You're Felicia Hardy. You're the black cat. Spider-Man talks about you all the time. Oh, he does, does he? He's like, we need all the help we can get. You know, fight off these dragons, do this, that, the other thing. She looks up and she's she sees Doctor Strange up there um, fighting off these symbiote dragons. And she's just in awe. And she's kind of, like, reluctant because in the previous comic book run, she did rob the Sorcerer Supreme of many things. She's like, I hope he doesn't re- recognize me because I <laughs> robbed him blind the last time. So Doctor Strange is fighting off these dragons. And uh, she's watching it in awe. And she's like, oh, yeah, can, I can't imagine having that power. That pow-. And then she's looking at him, and she's like, he's going to win, right? He's got to win. And then she sees him being overtaken by all these symbiont dragons. What? And he's like, he forms like a ball, an energy ball around himself to protect himself. But the symbionts just, they surround the ball, and they penetrate it. And we see Doctor Strange being absorbed by these symbionts. Holy shit. And she's like, well, what are we going to do? And this is where she's thinking to herself, like, the Avengers always win. They always fight this off. What happens if they don't? So we see her, we see Black Cat with uh, Captain America, and then we kind of go to a flashback for those, including myself, who aren't familiar with the uh, the King in Black storyline. And we see this, who is the King in Black. He kind of looks like Malekith uh, okay. from Thor. He's like a pale-skinned elf. Maybe uh, apparently he doesn't have elf ears, but he's does he, also, he have? He doesn't have pointy ears. No, he does not. Ah, does he have so, a pointy nose? No, he's got like uh, a white complexion, red eyes, long flowing blonde hair, and he he looks ah, like he's wearing black armor. It's Lobo, but the black armor 
The black armor Multiverse. has the Fuck! <laughs> no. He has the 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 Venom logo, but it's in red. And uh, we see him. Oh wait, hold on. That this is this is the Null character. Isn't that like the king or something of the symbiotes? He's the, he's the king of black. He's okay. the king of black. Okay, because I remember that the Venom uh, something hosts run that they did a couple years ago. Okay, and I think he was he was a part of it. So this is probably the same character. Yes, I'm it just is. unfamiliar. So okay. he's he's not new. He's, he's been, been around for a little while. He's not okay. a prominent, but there's there's a there's a, a king of the symbiotes yes. essentially. And yes. this, this this is character. new to me, and this actually sounds really fucking cool. Yeah. The, yeah, ve- is, the, the Venom this... one was was the uh, was it? I, I gotta find that something host. But he ended up taking on another like symbiote, and it was really really cool. But yeah, this character really is, yeah. is a returning. So one. Th- this is my first introduction to this character, and it looks pretty cool. So he comes down, and and and, and she's like talking in past tense. Like we see him taking on Century. And he just apparently destroyed Century. Wait, what? Yeah. Which Century, for those who don't know, was like Marvel's answer to Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then we see a shot, and it looks like all not only Doctor Strange is falling to these this attack of the symbiotes, but we get a shot of like Miss Marvel, First the, Toast, That's the what it was. Thing, Storm, and Cyclops, and they're all like screaming as they're being taken over by these symbiotes. I'm just picturing like the the 1987 movie, 1986 movie The Blob just engulfing everyone. It's it's not like a big it's more like a, it looks like a web. Okay. It it doesn't look like a big gelatinous blob. It's like a web that's like Now when the symbiotes out. are taking over these characters, are they turning into something else or are they just We're not seeing that yet. Really? We just see them reacting to being covered in this what looks like black webbing. So that character, what's his name again? No. No. K N U L O. It was he was I, I don't know if he was introduced, but Venom first host. He was Venom's first Okay. symbiote host. Okay. Oh, so, seriously? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they gave a whole backstory for like he came back to kind of claim it, and then Eddie Brock had to get another symbiote suit. Um, there was a cool like five part miniseries. I have no idea where those books went, but yeah, he had to get another symbiote suit to go and get his old symbiote suit back. It was really really neat. So at this point, we realize that these actions that we've been reading have taken place in the past, which makes sense with the voiceover of like as you're reading this, there's kind of like a voiceover bubble of Black Cat Felicia Hardy. So she says, "Yes, I got away." Um, it's her and her and her Bruno and Doctor Corpse. They're sitting there, and and this character I'm not familiar with either, but I have a feeling he plays into a Venom storyline. He's like he's a doctor, but he's in a wheelchair and he's an overweight, yeah, black he was, man. Yeah. Uh, doctor, the, what's his name? Doctor Steve. That's his name. Doctor Steve. I, 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 I feel like yeah, I feel like a lot of these characters were in first host. Hiya, so, Doctor Steve. Hiya, everybody. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of cool because he's like he's like uh, Doctor Corpse goes. Eh, what, Doctor Steve? What? You only have one name, like Cher? <laughs> yes, Doctor Corpse. I only have one name. And Doctor, Cor- yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but I mean, man, this guy's he's got quite the belly. <laughs> like like look 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 at his tummy. Look at that tummy. Oh, he's a big old tummy. He's got. He's in a wheelchair. Who cares? He's got the diabetes. Uh, Wilford, his, Wilford Brimley would not be happy. His panis smells. So uh, apparently, <laughs> this character has something to do with uh, Ed, Eddie Brock, and uh, the black cat has what? come Do- to him. Doctor Doctor Tubbs. Doctor Doctor Steve. Okay. Doctor Steve 
He's got something to do with uh, Eddie Brock. Okay. Uh, so Felicia Hardy's come to him because she's like, yeah, it's the this symbiote. We don't know what's going on. Um, and at this point, Dr. Steve goes, we need to steal something from Null, the king of the symbiote, the king in black. So we see now we go back to when things got taken over and, and Felicia Hardy's sitting there with Captain America. And we see Cap being taken over by the symbiote as well. Well, that's not good. And Captain America, he's telling her, you know, you are a, you're not a superhero, but you're a burglar. You're cunning. You can get in and out of small spaces. You need to leave because yes, you can. this job <laughs> that I need you to do can only be done by you. Leave me. I'm already done for. He knows he's being taken over. Uh, so Felicia Hardy, she, she, she runs away, and we can see not only we see kind of like what we saw previously. We see the thing trying to fight off. We see Storm. They're all being encorpsed by or encompassed by this symbiote. So Felicia Hardy runs away because uh, Cap says the world. He goes, you you need to leave. That's an order. You need to break him out. The world needs him more than it needs us. And she's you know we we see Black Cat in present time, and she said that you know we're we're not world beaters. We're not cosmic wizards. That's why we're going to steal one. And uh, then we see a sign of Black Cat with her cronies, and it says, we're going to steal Doctor Strange. The and Declaration of Independence. To be continued. Mm. So this is the first issue. Uh, we did get a little sneak peek. This is a weekly release? Uh, monthly. Monthly? Okay. That's pretty exciting, dude. So the next issue, the cover, it, it's pretty cool. I mean, covers can be misleading, but it looks like it's Black Cat dawning the anti-venom symbiote oh shit so okay yeah, that's the thing about covers is is exactly they are very very misleading but that yeah. is really cool yeah so that was my my book for the week uh that just came out last week so the next issue two is slated to win and we know how the comic book releases have been they, they haven't been exact but black cat number two is slated to come out january 20th and then they've already got the release date for Black Cat 3, which is February 24th. Okay. So it looks like it's a monthly release, um, which is cool. I, I was happy. I, I enjoyed the previous Black Cat iteration. It was kind of neat. Like, she was just... She doesn't get enough love. Yeah, she was doing kind of side missions. There was one where she broke into the Baxter building, one where she broke into Stark Tower. Mm-hmm. She was doing this, that, the other thing. It was, it, was, it was a nice read, and it was cool to see that character get some love. Right. No, that's good. That's good because Black Cat's been around forever, but she's like, she's like a street level character, and and For sure. now in the grand scheme of Marvel and how galactic and big it is, she sometimes gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Yeah. And the artwork was shit, though. What you, on this one? You're just saying that. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't you anything. Suck that hole. Was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> No, we can't afford to lose any more people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys are stuck. We are. That's a good stuck. Waka flocka. Waka flocka. Um, we're going to take this episode down a little notch. We read our comic books. We talked about uh, talked about the holidays and all the news and all this stuff. But uh, this past weekend, we lost a, uh, a... We, as in us three, uh, and many, many more beyond us, lost a uh, good friend. Uh, a good friend, a good human being uh, who passed away way too young if you're a fan of professional wrestling you may know him as luke harper or brody lee but to us he was well we called him brody too but uh, we call him brody but his actual name john huber uh passed away at the very young age of 41 years old 
and uh, we're still I'm still not 100% right about it all um, and I'm sure you guys aren't either it's uh he's a good friend uh, he was and and he and uh, we're not going to delve too much into it we want to do a special at some point hopefully sooner than later about it but uh you know this guy has had an impact on all three of us in here uh, I, I would certainly agree that uh, he, he made a big deal in the short amount of time that we got to have with him. So. Yeah, Brody Lee was everything that a man was supposed to be in a... A wrestler is supposed to be in a locker room. He was a leader. Uh, he was someone to look up to. He was someone that would talk to you. Even if you were very low on the totem pole, he would take the time to, to sure help you out. Did. But in, uh, in, in real life, he was everything that a man should be, too. Being a father, taking care of his wife, Amanda. Uh, and uh, and his son Brody and his uh, his newborn, um, and yeah, he's definitely something that uh, we uh, I I looked up to the guy, um, and uh, uh, I mean Will, you got to work with him. Uh, I mean I I never had an opportunity to work with the guy, uh, but I, I know you did. I just have you know the the locker rooms and uh, a couple road trips and after parties. I, I, I was <coughs> blessed to get to uh, share the ring with with uh, John. Mm-hmm. Um, he was an acquaintance. He wasn't a close, close friend, but uh, I never, uh, I always viewed him as someone who was genuine, who was a great human. Um, I'm sure everybody has seen the posts from many, many of those who he has touched. Um, there hasn't been one bad thing said about him, and, and obviously you don't do that. No, but there, like. There's a reason for that. When yeah. and, and the usually wrestling when, when someone like okay when when someone passes I don't mean to cut you off but when no. someone passes away, there's people always kind of uh, come out and do oh he was so great yeah. whatever like no, everything that, that, that people that, are that, saying that, is, is, is John yeah John and, and the wrestling in the wrestling industry in the wrestling world um, there's not a lot of good people no there, there's shadiness there's I mean in any any high profile thing like that. Um, there, there's a little bit of ego. There's a little bit of people who are self-conscious who maybe act out in ways of um, fear. Yeah. Uh, but John, there was John's one of the few people I encountered in the wrestling industry who there was never one moment or one action that he took. And we're all human. We all make errors. We learn from errors. That's how we become better people. But there was never an instance where John did something where I was like, okay, maybe he's not. He was the epitome of a great human being, something to strive for in everyday life to achieve. He was a great father, a fantastic husband. Um, And, I mean, clearly he was a talented wrestler, but this is beyond that. Absolutely. Um, And, unfortunately, he was taken from us too early and um, I just I, I know I ask and I know people will take his his uh, his presence, his teachings that he didn't he didn't preach to you. It just it was what it was. That's how he wanted to live. Mm-hmm. And he inspired you to be better by viewing how he lived and how he acted toward everyone. Um, he walked his walk. He wasn't. Yeah. You know, follow it. He wasn't do as I, you know, he wasn't one of those do as I say, not as I, or do as I do, not as I say kind of guys. Yeah, if if that makes sense, he, no, he li- just, lived by what he meant. Yes, and uh, there's a lot of lot of hatred in the world, and not enough kindness. 
and take a moment and let's all exude kindness and love um, in this world. And that's how I feel John would have wanted it, just by knowing him in the, the short snippets of time that I got to know him. Um, I'll never forget him. No. Neither no, none I. of us will. Neither will I. Neither uh, will I. Thoughts, prayers, wishes go out to all of his family, all his friends, uh, everyone who he's touched in any way. Um, it, 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 it's sad that he's gone, but let's remember him. I know when I think of him, I smile. Yeah. And this, uh, this episode will be coming out on uh, Wednesday. <clears throat> if you can, tune into AEW. It is a live show. Um, I, I spoke to uh, the Blade, my friend Jesse, and um, he's very happy to be a part of the, of the show. Um, he's got a tag match, right? He's got a tag match on the card. A, yeah, he's in a, it's it's a six man match. That's right. Um, yeah, he's in a six man match. He's just honored to that that he's going to be a part of it. I mean, he was close to to John. Yes. Um, but yeah, so you guys listening like later on in the day, definitely check out on uh, on TNT uh, AEW special where it's just it's there's not going to be storyline. It's just all matches just oh. dedicated to John. As it should be. <clears throat> That's how pro wrestling should be honoring yeah. uh, honoring its its great people. Uh, I wanted to close the show off with a funny and witty. You know, we've been searching for a tagline. A you know, just in in our not intentionally searching, but just kind of having fun with it. But I think uh, the best way to close this one is uh, it's Wednesday. You know what that means? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>